0: Hello and welcome to Kylie's Mortgage Podcast episode number six. I am Kylie Mead Richards, a mortgage and protection advisor with Quilter Financial Advisors. This is where I share with you hints and tips, ideas and strategies around all things mortgages. This is my very first season, and my hope with it is that it runs and runs and runs, and that I'm able to help as many people as I possibly can navigate the journeys they're either on or want to be on when it comes to residential or buy to let mortgages. So let's get started. If you listen to this podcast and you like what you hear I would be very grateful indeed if you would take the time to leave me a review. It will definitely help me out and because this is a very new podcast I am very keen to see it do well. Your reviews will definitely help me get up the rankings on the various platforms and to be able to be seen and heard by more people. If you are kind enough to leave me a review I will be very grateful indeed. So what is coming up on today's show? Today's episode is really one of my passions when it comes to mortgages, and that is credit issues. It's easy for people to give up before they even try when they assume that their credit is going to hold them back, but that is the worst thing you can do. I have put together seven tips, which I'm sure are going to be useful to some of you out there. And I would like to hear which ones you actually did find the most useful. So these are my own seven top mortgage tips for people who have or maybe think they have adverse credit. The key thing to keep in mind is that adverse credit isn't always an end to your mortgage options. Sadly, many people think that it is. And sometimes this can be a costly assumption. Any adverse credit on your credit file remains there for six years and people incorrectly get hung up on this idea that for the next six years, your options are limited or nil. Keep in mind, however, that you should disclose past bankruptcies when you are applying for a mortgage, even if they have been discharged and are over six years old. Again this doesn't mean that you won't ever be able to obtain a mortgage if bankruptcy has occurred but it is important that you disclose this. As part of the home buying process a solicitor will conduct a search for bankruptcy so don't be fooled into thinking that because it isn't on your credit file your previous bankruptcies aren't an issue. So tip number one don't make any assumptions. If you can time your application, a certain amount of pre-planning can really help. For most people, there will be a certain amount of saving that will need to happen before you purchase. And what I would say is that at the very moment you decide that you want to be purchasing a property, you should at that same moment get a copy of your credit report. The score on your file is an indicator but lenders and mortgage brokers will want to see your credit report. This report is where all of the finer details are held and where you will see a fuller picture. Ideally, we would like to see no adverse credit in the last 12 months, but if you are in a position where you absolutely have to apply for a mortgage, don't think that this necessarily the end of your journey if you have had some indiscretions in the last 12 months speak to a mortgage advisor to discuss your options as they are now and don't be put off assuming that you can't do anything I think I would be a very wealthy woman indeed if I had one pound for every time I heard someone say but I didn't think I could do anything about my mortgage tip number one is really Just don't make any assumptions. Tip number two is a very big one and it is to satisfy defaults. Having a default on your credit file is not ideal. Having a current default on your credit file is even less so. Wherever possible, if possible, it is preferable to satisfy your defaults so that on your report, they are registered as being satisfied. If it isn't possible, then again, don't assume you're out of luck. But if these defaults are for large amounts, which are too large for you to clear and satisfied, then you just may have to wait until they become slightly more historic. In either case, it would be preferable to get some advice when going over your options. So tip number two, satisfy defaults where you can. Tip number three, have a current copy of your credit report. When you're seeing anyone about your mortgage, have a current copy about you with your current credit file. It is best to have this as a paper printout so that you can hand it over to the advisor for them to look at. The report will clearly show the advisor what has been registered how historic any events are, and how they've been registered, and when they were registered. The report gives a very good picture and a very good overview of your situation. Having all of this information at hand means that the advisor is able to place your application with the correct lender, getting you the mortgage that is right for you and your current situation. So tip number three is have a current copy of your credit report with you. Tip number four, close unused lines of credit. Having lots of lines of credit open on your credit file is not necessarily going to be a good idea. If you have a credit account that you're never going to use again, close it, wait for the credit file credit report to be updated to reflect that this has been closed before you apply for any credit. Lenders look at an overall picture when it comes to your credit and having large amounts of lines of credit accessible to you isn't always going to be in your favor. So tip number four is audit your credit report and close off any unneeded items. Tip number five, don't extend your borrowing to its limits. Using large portions of your credit cards, and by that I mean taking them right up to their individual limits, can be a bit of a warning sign to a lender. Having multiple lines of credit, such as credit cards with borrowing on them that are almost at the limits, is going to take a deal of explanation to the lender. Wherever possible, reduce balances on credit cards. Like with the other tips, if you can't do this, don't let this stop you making an application or inquiry but just know that it is going to be something that you should be paying attention to because the lenders will be paying attention to it. So tip number five is bring down balances on credit cards. Tip number six, the report isn't just a number. Mortgage lenders are more concerned with the credit report than the credit score. The report is... The document that has all of the details in it and the details are important. My tip would be for you is to not focus or worry about the score, instead spend all your attention on the credit report itself. When you're going to be applying for a mortgage then the mortgage advisor will be help will be able to help you place the case with the most suitable lender when they can see everything that's on your file. Please don't worry about the number Clearly, the higher the score, the better, but please pay attention to what is on the report. If you are unsure about your report itself or what each thing means, seek the advice of a professional. They will be able to guide you. And if that means that you have to wait to make an application to the lender, at least you know that you have a plan of action. So that was tip number six. Focus on the report and not the credit number. Tip number seven. Speak to a whole of market mortgage advisor. For my final tip, I'm going to suggest to everybody out there that they speak to a whole of market mortgage advisor if they have any adverse credit or think they might have adverse credit. It's going to be worth your time speaking to a whole of market mortgage advisor if you are unsure about your options based on your report. Spending time applying to lender after lender by yourself may not be that useful to you if your credit position is not in line with the lenders that you are applying to. It's an intermediary's job to get the most suitable mortgage for you. They do this by knowing the criteria of all the lenders intimately, which is something that you just will not be able to do yourself. You will likely have to pay a fee for this but it could be the difference between obtaining a mortgage or not. So there you have it. Those were my seven tips for getting a mortgage if you have less than perfect credit. If you have any questions about the topic discussed today, or you have a question yourself which you think might make an interesting episode, then please don't hesitate to contact me via my email on kylie.meadrichards at quilterfa.com or by getting in touch with me via LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram and I will leave all my contact details in the show notes as well. So once again, thank you so much for listening to Kylie's mortgage podcast. And if you have liked today's show, then please don't forget to leave me a review because as I said, it will really help me out and get me up the rankings and get this content distributed to more people like you who will find it interesting. Thank you so much for listening. I have been Kylie Mead Richards and I will see you next time.